minutes, 1 which is also going to end up being the almost the end of season show. Mate, crisis episode number 3 or 4. They've all been crisis episodes, really. That's the people screaming out, Johnny, can you hear them? Sounds like magpies in the background as well. Hey! Mate, we've, we've got we've got um We've got sound effects back. I remember I found them and then I couldn't find them. And then today I thought, you know what, for the last episode, we'll uh, we'll bring it back. Man, I set up some sound effects as well. So I'm not running YouTube anymore. Yay! I've Hooray! actually got, Huzzah! I've got, I'll try not to do it the whole way through. I've got some animal noises that are probably, that's the only section. I'll stop clicking now because um, the clicking obviously infuriates the, uh, brings Snacks back bad men. And dark. <laughs> <laughs> Brings back bad memories. For, there was a time there where we were trying to do podcasts and my mouse wouldn't work. And so I couldn't export the episodes because I couldn't, my mouse physically wouldn't right click. Oh, mate. Monkey, they you were... are 97% of the technical difficulties that we've had in this pod. Can I just say? Like, I'm... every time the sound was crap, it was because you, your audio had some clicking sound that we've only just fixed this like, this season. Yeah, and then everything's just going down. <laughs> and then the fucking season gets cancelled. Cool. Cheers, yeah, um, Corona. And it was a track, you know, the Apple trackpads? It was one of them. And I remember yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just smashed it. I just put my fist And it started working, it. didn't it? Oh, it worked better than ever. Yeah. yeah. I think that's how they fix it in the Apple store. They just take it out the back. That's why they have to go out the back to fix it, because they don't want right. you seeing how you fix it. It actually smashed like a phone as well. It went quite like, it didn't just like, it, it shattered. It's like, I don't know. It was, um, but yeah, it worked quite well after that. But yeah, mm. I upgraded to a, a normal mouse. Um but yeah, anyway, I suppose... How's your quarantine weekend going, mate? Like, watching... I think having footy on helped quarantine. Oh, yeah. So I quarantined from Friday through till about Sunday and I went to the beach. It was, I felt I felt fine. I did the 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 medical... Quiz. You might be able to... The medical people said... Have you been off. overseas? Have you got symptoms? No, no. Then you're fine, basically. Is that what it said? <laughs> Well, it said if you've got flu-like symptoms, just stay mm-hmm. inside for 48 hours and get better. And if you get better, then you're better. So, stayed inside for, yeah, longer than 48 hours. And oh, you were a bit sick last week, weren't you? You're yeah, always sick, it. though. Oh, I think it comes with refusing to... Back to me. Sick days, mate. Don't have any of them um, as the, yeah. old soul, the old soul trader. Um, so, yeah, soldier on. I think that's why they call it soul trader. Did you watch yeah, many games you, on the weekend? I watched. Um, I watched a bit Thursday of Thursday night, night, surely. A bit of Thursday night, yeah. Got into. Thursday oh, can we night, start watched. off with that? Actually, we had a little. Carlton uh, getting flogged, mate. We had oh, a little. Yeah. We had a little. <laughs> we had a little line set on that game, oh. which I was. I was like, "Gotcha, mate!" I thought they were going to win by a thousand points, and then. Yeah. Richmond go to sleep, Carlton come back, and then it takes a goal with seven seconds left for me to win that bet. Yeah, I know. That was devastating. So Carlton just um, took forever to get going, really, and Richmond did what they wanted. Richmond played really well. Not unlike the Dockers, to be honest, but yeah. Yeah. I watched a little bit of football. Um, I'm probably with everyone here that it's a bit weird with no crowd. Um, It's just not quite the same. I mean, it's great to watch. Um... But yeah, it was a bit subdued, a bit weird, and uh, it was weird watching it with no crowd. It's very much like a preseason game. Yeah, and you just kind of like, I don't know. It definitely adds to adds to the the theatre of it all. I mm. suppose it's, it's a big it's a big element, particularly late late in the games. Imagine, yeah. like there were three or four close games. Imagine late with the crowd firing up. How much more intense it would have been? I don't know. I yeah. wonder what the players actually thought, whether it was just weird or whether they'd sort of get engrossed in the game or whatever. I don't know. But yeah, what about you, mate? How was uh, how was Melbourne? 
Melbourne, was down in Melbourne for about 48 hours, so basically <laughs> just quarantined in Melbourne, flew from the airport, um, went and saw my two nephews who were three and five, um, yeah. then uh, watched the footy with a mate um, at a, a deserted pub, um, literally there was about 10 people in this pub, um, we had a place to ourselves, and like, I think that I felt really bad, like I bought an extra couple of beers. Wink, wink, just to just to help out the uh, oh, the yeah, uh, pub the economy. Um, but I was like, far out those places. Like it was sort of one of those little corner corner bars, like you know, on a on a busy road in South yeah. Melbourne. And I was just like, dude, this place is going to like go under surely. Like, how is this place? Yeah. How are those places going to stay afloat? Um, but yeah, watch the game. Imagine they get through because of your beers. They're like, lucky, Ooh, that lucky that guy bought an extra pint of uh, <laughs> Furphy. Well, wowee. <laughs> we can now keep the lights on. They're like, man, um, let's get that guy back. Yeah. Watch that and then hung out with my sister for a little bit. Um, and then Sunday, you know, hung out with my cousins again. Play- oh, I actually played a pretty fun game with my cousins, so... My brother-in-law would kick a little footy in in their like back driveway backyard area. He'd kick the footy mm-hmm. to the eldest one, the five-year-old, and if he marked mm-hmm. it, he could turn around and have a shot at goal, which was against the garage door. But if he dropped it, I got to shepherd him while the three-year-old like ran up and grabbed the ball, and he could have a shot. Ooh. And so all they had to do was hit this garage door. So pretty much they kick goals every time. But it got oh, pretty like heated. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty good Just, game, actually. The five-year-old I'll, I'll, ended up with a broken nose. Five, yeah, from me punching him. Yeah. No, 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 but it was like, but it was pretty Launched good. Launched an elbow. Because it was like teaching him to market, but also um, like the, the younger one could get involved. Um, and there's a lot of shepherding, a lot of yelling, no tears. Oh. But yeah, that's always good. Oh, you weren't playing properly then. Well, I cried, but you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Oh, I tell you a good story. Actually, this has happened at work on Friday. Um, mate of mine, so work in the hospital. Mate of mine had a a doctor helping out, like a sort of three or four years experienced doctor helping out as what like a floater. So basically, comes and helps a team just for a bit. Um, yep. when they're in a busy period and, um, at the end of the day we were hanging out with the, so this is a girl that was the floater. I was hanging out with my mate who was on the team normally and another guy that's on the team that also likes footy. And we were, I was like, oh, so how come to the girl, how come you were on the team today? And my mate's like, oh, she was a floater. She was just floating across half back. And I was like, oh yeah, the Nick Maxwell role. Hey. And so basically, us three just started talking about Nick Nick Maxwell and how she was Nick Maxwell, Nick Maxwell as a floating defender for about maybe five to ten minutes. This chick was just blank face, like, "What are you talking about? Who is Nick Maxwell?" <laughs> well, like Premiership floating defender, mate. <laughs> yeah, the Zach Dawson of Collingwood. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty I much. I watched him. Except- I watched him on a wing against. Um, I think it was a qualifying final where he sacked someone from Hawthorne. He punched someone in the first game of the first week of the finals in like maybe 2012. Yeah, probably. He, he just sacked, I, it might have been Birchall or someone, like right in front of me. We went to that game. That was the weekend that the Dockers um, beat Geelong in the elimination. That was Hawks Collingwood. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, he got this one right. Um, someone, yeah, I was literally on Friday the half of... Yeah, and you bet yeah. on um, Travis Cloak kicking the most goals as part <laughs> of your was, big multi yeah. bet. Yeah, that was the big multi weekend. But I still remember just the. I'm pretty sure he also hit him with the glove hand. Like, surely, which like, yeah, which was pretty cool. Nick Max, a weird dude to captain a football club. Strange. Um, yeah, definitely a different kind of. He's like that fullback gimp that kind of made it to AFL, I suppose. Yeah, and he was always the third defender. Yeah, I don't know. He yeah. was pretty funny. Anyway, I thought it was pretty funny, this chick, just bringing out the, you know, the footy comparison. Did she, did she put a glove on and just sock you? Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved if we put the glove on her. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon? Should we talk about the game, mate? Oh, well, we might as well. I mean, we're trying to delay the inevitable. We're just trying to hold on to 
whatever season we've got there. How weird was it when they cancelled the season before the Eagles game? Yeah. Well, let's touch on, let's go through the game and let's just, maybe we'll talk a bit about um, what it means for clubs and like the whole cancellation and kind of, because I've got some theories on it and stuff like that. Unfortunately, the Dockers went down eight goals to nine quick singles, 57 to nine goals, nine, 63. Mm. Um, We really did kind of... Shit the bed? Yeah. I mean, my, my theory on it is that if you consider, if you put the first, if you put, it's weird, if you put the fourth quarter first or you don't look at it in chronological order, it was really quite a disappointing game. Um, yeah. It's, quite, it's, it's, quite, it's very similar to the Eagles game, to be honest. Very wasteful and then coming home strong, which is a good sign, but it's like you guys need to sort your, um, you know, mentality and shit out in that first two yeah. or three quarters because that's not going to happen every week where you keep the scores to 60 to 50. You know what I mean? Like if teams are yeah. scoring 80 or 90 points, you're going to lose by 50. Um, and coming and back late isn't good enough. Yeah, and it's crazy that you, when you think, when you look at the, you know, Essendon kick five in the first quarter and essentially it's Dockers evolved, like the game's almost over. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. We've got, um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll probably have a goalless quarter. We might kick one a quarter. You know, they've kicked five and a quarter. We're probably not going to be able to do that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you really, we needed to just somehow hold it in, stop that first quarter blowout, and then... To be honest, though, the goals, the goals for us were there. Like, there were opportunities to score goals. Like, you can't be running into goal... Kick to Walters and Tabernard. They hit each other in the air. No one marks it and the ball gets rebound. Like, that's... You get the ball to 15 metres out from goal in your, touching your players' hands. That's, I think Collier you know, kicked that in the end, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. That you know what I mean? Of, it's just like, That was oh one of my, my favourite favorite sprays. I've never seen Michael Walters. Walters. yeah. He just get turned the, around. out of my way. You, oh. Mate, mate, early... early um, Early melt here, but hold on, hold on. Let me. I've got, I've got a melting here. Can I give you? Let me get mine going. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, tabs. Tabs. Sucks. This is that is tabs the noise has for been tabs. So disappointing. Tabs is just back to being this. Absolute, like, he looks confused constantly. Yeah, he's got his shirt on inside he, out. He's got his shirt on inside out and no one's told him. Um, and he is a liability on the field. He can't yeah. kick straight. Like, he gets the chances and he doesn't kick straight. Like, it's like, seriously, he as soon as Hogan comes back in, he's gone. Like, I, I can't yeah. see him playing. Like, yeah. it does. He, he makes the odd contest, but it's like, mate, like, Oh, like Cox can do that. Right, Cox probably can't do that. Mate, Cox looks like he's had yeah. a few cones. <laughs> looks, looks like real bored and like dazed. Um, hey, this is this is the Tabernar from. This is our sound effect from Tabs moving forward. The big old. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That could also work for Sean, big Sean Darcy as well. Big move. I've got some, I'll give some, we can do some player sound effects. I've got Brontosaurus whale, um, dinosaur growl, growling animals. Dinosaur animal. growl. Growling um, animals. I don't know. What'd you, oh, did you, this, this leads into my quiz later on, but did you see Brett Bewley? Do you remember what he looked like? Uh, Brett wearing, yeah, he looked heaps like Brett Peake, mate. And with the glove and the bald head and fucking cruising around the wing on Eddie Hat Stadium, or Marvel Stadium, sorry. It's um, kind of like seeing very him run Brett around Peake. on the... Seeing Bewley run around on the wing, it kind of makes you think, like, he got a lot of the ball and he looked kind of good. He's obviously got great disposal. It's kind of like... he'll. Yeah, he was get, one of our better players, probably. He'll probably, sorry, like, no. get a contract like Langdon next year. People just get catfished into this, like... Oh yeah, God, he gets a lot. Of, like Langdon was just in that spot where he just he was just like he was in he was there to be free to get the ball to be to always yeah. be looked for and to be the 
and loved uh, watching Langan Langan miss a goal from like twenty five meters out. It's like oh, no, yeah, mate. like no offense to him, but like you know, you put someone like like Bewley was there, and I feel like he has more of a penetrating kick, which I think is mm. more important. Like he's a bit bulkier. Like I don't know. I I just feel like you know Langan. Bewley had twenty to touches. But that's what I mean. Like he will probably average twenty this year. Um, twenty touches is good. At, you had a look at Brad Hill's game. Brad Hill's game was not that impressive either. So these wingmen at Frio, we seem to when we breed wingmen. Well, maybe or maybe we just so well developed. We know how to get like if that's the person we're meant to get the ball into the hands of. We're quite yeah. well rehearsed at. Um, at making yeah. that happen, or I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. I seen it was like Julie was just like this awesome wingman. I was like, oh, he's doing, you know, he he was one of my um, one of my pluses, or you know, things that I. What I about liked. what about old Stuart Sam Stuart Sturt, oh, our boy? Sound, where's my um Stuart Little? No, oh, he can have the he can have this one for. Yeah, he's a rooster, eh? He is Mate. a rooster. He's he a good-looking kid, rooster. and he's only nineteen, mate. Ladies, if you're single, get around Ooh, him. Leone, I'm looking at you. Yeah, don't want to toot Aaron horns, but uh, I can't find that sound effect that quickly. Um, Honk. Um, but yes, how how good was him beating um, Hurley in two marking contests? So yeah, he took that mark or punched in the face. Hurley got a fine yeah. for punching a guy in the face that has had concussions ruining his opening season. That yeah. that is mental. That AFL is fucked. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't head is sacrosanct unless you punch someone in the head. And fortunately, their concussion prone brain doesn't get concussed this time. Like, yeah. what happens if he gets knocked out there? Hurley gets seven weeks. But because he doesn't get knocked out, it's just a 50-meter penalty and a $2,000 fine. That is fucked. <laughs> that was probably one of the, like, I just reckon that so, yeah, that was disappointing. It was dirty. It was just like, why are you doing that to a 19-year-old? Like, it's mm. bad. Not, not a good look. Make him So good. But how about this? Sam Sturt, only rising star nom. Does he win? Yeah. <laughs> Probably you can't, you can't win. You can't win. No, he won the Rising Star, so he's the round one Rising Star nominee. But yeah. if there's no more rounds, is he the Rising Star? Well, you can't win without being nominated, mate. Or is it like the AFLW? As soon as Freo are going to win something, it's like, nah, no winner, oh, no it. Let's not start that yet, unless you want to move on from the game, because I wanted to get into that good and. I wanted game, to talk about some other things. What else did what I else want to talk got about? For the game? Uh oh, Lockie Sluts, mate. Lockie Sluts aren't getting any sluts with that performance. No. Um Darty does does some okay things on a wing, but goes quiet for most of the game as well. I thought yep. um Logue was okay as a key defender. Um probably didn't do too much attacking. Rory Lobb, mate, remember to be honest, we could we could research this, but you and I both were like Rory Lobb could be the steal of last year's trade period, how we got Lobb yeah. and Hogan. And he's turning into a bloody good player. And not yeah. only is he a gun mark, he's also a good ruck, a mobile ruck, whereas Darcy just is getting pants all the time. Yeah. Um, I think we referred to him as, like, Dean Cox. Like, I think we made that comparison. Possibly. He's, like, not as... Like, Dean Cox was as skillful as, a like, a Pendlebury. Like, he was a skillful yeah. man. Whereas Lobb is just that mobile step below Grundy, but step above like a lot of other ruckmen. He's a good ruckman, man. He's a fucking good angry man, eh? Like that's I think he kicked the first. Oh, yeah, mate, he's got he's those. got a bit of a bit of see you next Tuesday about him, um, to oh, be honest. A bit of mongrel. A bit of mongrel. Oh. And that's um, what like I think that's what you want your big men to have. You want them to be big and scary. Yeah. What about Fife's eye at the end? That man, I was like, so how's confused. he still looked pretty hot with his eye? <laughs> I was like, how like, are you still oh. hot? So hot, though. Mate, big rooster. I reckon um, Sam Sturt is coming in to be 5 2.0. Not only is he a rooster, but he's a gun. But uh, um, could, is that why Fife didn't kick it long at the end? Because he couldn't see? Oh, he, like, mate, he had no depth perception. He, he needed like a, it was like a Rocky situation, Rocky one situation. He needed to cut him. It's like, I need you to cut me. 
Um, all right. What about the elephant in the room, which is Andrew Brayshaw's kicking at goal, which has been yeah. my pet peeve about that little kid since day one. The guy is allergic to kicking goals, and I don't trust him from the goal square, let alone running into goal, no pressure, 35 out, 30 out. Like, oh, man, him getting... Yeah, boo. Dude, he had two shots to win that game. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, and those kinds of... That's just building a monkey on your back, isn't it? It's only making things worse where you waltz in, you kick that, you tie the game. What would they... They would have tied the game with a minute and a half to go, and I think we would have run away with it. Mate, we were looking pretty good. We were coming hard. Like, we had them on the ropes. Um, You know what the best thing about the Dockers is? Is when we're coming hard late... The last thing we want to do is go in front with too much time left because then we go back into our shell. So you want to go in front like the Michael Walters style after the siren. Like we want to be kicking for the game after the siren. That's (laughs) the idea. We can't give them two minutes to score. (laughs) That was. um... I actually get annoyed sometimes when we kick the winning goal or like the go ahead goal with like 30 seconds left. I'm like, no, too much time. (laughs) We need less time on the clock. Like we need to ice the clock. Basketball style, like dribble it, dribble it down, so you get the last shot. <laughs> last play to the Dockers. Yeah, last play. Oh, that should be that should be scenario training at the Dockers, like last play. Yeah, Give it to Walters, Rachel. last play. And if I was an opposition yeah. team, I would just have everyone on Walters and leave Tabernard unmarked. <laughs> leave Tabernard conquer. Uh, Brayshaw, <laughs> like the Darcy, him in the open. Cox, like all these guys that just cannot do any. Yeah, just just man up on these guys. I'd even let Fife go free, to be honest. You know he's going to well, be flower, flower bagging. He it. was, yeah, he was due for his cliche bloody mongrel torpedo there oh, before he got his and, yeah. eye knocked out. I reckon Walters was sniffing around for that. But, Almost definitely. Yeah, what else we got, mate? Oh, Enough about that, that stupid game. Yeah. Oh, how about this? All right, one other, one last thing. So this is another one I, I uh, recorded for sound effect. The old spinny move on the mark. Oh, so yeah. I've seen it. Oh, sorry, Luke Ryan or Coxie's done it again. So this is our new thing. It's just the spinny move. Yeah, I've seen the I that's I did see it once in the preseason, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a bit weird. I think it's Cox's thing, eh? He'll get dizzy and fall over. Oh mate, he looks dizzy already. <laughs> dizzy rascal, we'll call him. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing more Brett Peak <laughs> on the wing with the glove on. How's yeah. the glove? The glove made it. I was like, it looks a bit like Brett Peak. It was like glove. Like, that is Brett Peake. I'm pretty sure that was just Brett Peake. Yeah. I look forward to... Billy actually missed the flight. There's nothing nothing to look forward to, though. Um, Unfortunately, we can't see them next week. No, not for a bit. No. What about... (laughs) Some gambling stuff? Yeah. Well... Well, you tipped Carlton, and they did not win. And I tipped Frio, and they did not win. So we had a bad... Bad week, but Did, I beat you in the Carlton line. Yeah, yeah, you got away with it in typical Juddy fashion. How about that bet I sent you last night? How I just ran. Yeah, the old stray dogs. I wonder how much other. longer the dish lickers and the ponies will remain open. Well, I think I saw that you're not allowed, like there's no horse racing allowed at Flemington or somewhere, but I don't know whether that means that it's just because like. I don't know. Dog racing, how many people are involved in that? Like 20? Is it an essential service? It's pretty essential. Uh, to be honest, I'd say fucking AFL is almost an essential service at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be some grim times soon. I'm not even talking financially. Financially, it's going to be some people very hardly hit by this, and it's not, not a nice thing, but um, like, there's going to be... In nine, ten months' time... After quarantine, people there's going to be like a, another baby boomers. Basically, there's going to be a huge generation of babies. Corona born. boom, corona bi- cor- corona babies. Is that what you reckon, <sighs> mate? Hurricanes are a huge spike nine months later. I reckon a hundred percent 
being quarantined and people working from home. It's going to be a lot of Pornhub premium accounts opening oh. up. And if people are lucky, lucky enough to have a missus then or a mister, I reckon there's going to be a couple of babies going, coming in, coming in hot. You reckon? The, the, I reckon the next wave of this health crisis. <laughs> the next... Sick the, ne- laughter, the, ne- <laughs> the next wave of the health crisis is going to be the uh, obstetrics crisis. The hospitals won't be able well, to handle this many think, pregnant women. I think me and you were talking about it, how like I'm, I'm running a bit skinny on work and we were talking about the day you run out of work because people get too healthy. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> They're like, oh, nah. And I'm like making people smoke, setting up, <laughs> setting up trip wires outside. I'm like... <laughs> Giving out free beers and skateboards. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine a day when people are too healthy. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah. I feel, I've never felt more secure secure in my job, to be honest, at the moment. They're, like, trying to hire more. But it's ne- the only time the hospital's ever had, like, unlimited money, basically. They're like, yeah, we need more people to work. We're going to have all this extra staff. We're going to have all these extra hours. Um. It's obviously a time limit on it. Like, it's not forever, but, yeah, there's, the hospital budget has definitely gone up by a lot. Release the doctors. Well, did you want yeah. to touch on the, the disappointing, probably what I see as the poor AFLW competition. Oh. We were primed and ready to win a flag in the only fashion that I think the we doctors should could win ever one. do, yeah. In Empty stadium. In an empty corona affected system, um, the poor women were. Oh. I, I, I mean, I watched. Has there after. ever been a team go undefeated in a season, or literally undefeated, never lost, and not win? <laughs> Mate, no I don't winner. Know how they just didn't give it. I don't know how they just didn't recognize them as the best. You know, like whatever. Just recognize. Just say like, Dockers were top of the ladder. They're the minor premiers. They're the Premiers, you know, put an asterisk next to it, whatever. We'll take it. I would take it, definitely. So I was listening to Duff and Quarters, and he was saying that apparently the AFL ran three, like post the season getting cancelled, ran three scenarios of what could have happened. And in every scenario, in all three scenarios, they were like, well, the Dockers probably win. And they were like, oh, no, we can't give it to them because uh, different, like, Different um, conference, they never played. You don't know the conference, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you created the conference. What the fuck yeah. did you expect to happen? You made this con- You made this situation. It used to not be a conference system, and now it is. You've fucking created the problem that you're saying, now blaming on not being a... Oh, my God. And um, the other thing was, you know how they were like, why don't they just play top of both conferences last week? Frio, easily yeah. top of their conference. North Melbourne, easily top of their conference. Play them off. Don't play the Dockers versus Gold Coast, who were shit. In Perth. And <laughs> Dockers beat by 70 points. It's like, what, in what world did the Gold Coast make the finals? Yeah, what, where were Gold Coast in that whole scenario? Oh, mate. I think the Gold Coast won one or two games for the season. I, I have no idea where, how they were like, oh, we'll definitely get four more games out of this. Let's do a 10, yeah. let's do a 10 week final series when the season only goes for six weeks or whatever it is. Uh, it is meant, like, you could, if they had a royal commission into that, the AFL would be like, yeah, fair enough. We botched that hard. There'd be some emails going back and forth, and it would be like, oh, fuck, we cannot let the Dockers win this. Like, we have to keep the Dockers premiership list in both female and male. Oh, my Lord, man. That is a, fu- it's a fucking stupidest thing. That This whole last three weeks of AFLW has been ridiculous. Just fucking bite the bullet, you idiots. I reckon they got into a lot of trouble from... The powers that be. I reckon the AFL probably got a lot of pressure from the AFL to shut the season down. Like, I reckon they had some big meetings and big decisions on Thursday when mm-hmm. they said that round one would go ahead, and they were probably told, "Don't do it." Like, yeah, they maybe. Were probably. I reckon they were told, um, sending the wrong message. It's not really what we want to, you know. Like every other sports shut down. Like it's just not what we're doing. And then they went ahead with it. And then obviously the scenes that came out from the weekend of people quite blatantly ignoring 
Um, yeah, probably what probably they should right. be doing. I reckon yeah, heading out of Bondi because his. I, it wouldn't surprise me if if his speech was like it's like yeah they were like make sure this speech that you give is like you know make sure you you make up for the you know lack of severity you've given the situation because his speech was pretty like that he came out and said on, was it Sunday or Saturday? It was pretty damning, like, talking about it being the biggest struggle in 100 years. Like, it was quite... To flip that quickly yeah. was, like, what would create that that quickly? Like, you know, it's yeah, only been three so. days. So I reckon some pressure came from uh, from the powers that be, mate. The old... The well, I... On the so shoulder. this is also Duff. This is also Duffield. Oh, I reckon Duffield is easily probably the most reliable... Sports reporter. I reckon Jared Waitley and Duffield together would make an amazing podcast uh, or radio show. But um, Duffield reckons, well, and I reckon it makes a lot of sense that if, say, the AFL were like, all right, let's um, do a final top of Conference B and A, which is North versus Frio. Firstly, North versus Frio, two like clubs that are renowned for getting shafted. Uh, and also there would have been these other clubs like Collingwood and whoever, Carlton and blah, 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 Gold Coast. I don't know how Gold Coast have any power, but um, they would have been like, no, 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 don't like be us out of these finals. We want some finals too. Um, yeah. And apparently they sent out a survey like they did the AFL men's to the women saying, hey, what do you want to happen? And what they came up with wasn't one of the options in the survey. <laughs> so... AFL just decided to just make their own thing, even though they asked the players different options other than what they oh. did. So it's pretty weird. Yeah. Oh, let's change. Do you yeah, just get a beer? Do you just get beer nah. delivery? Nah, I should probably get a beer delivery. Do you want to launch? Are we going to launch into? I'll definitely need one for Do you the want quiz. A quiz. Yeah, mate. All right. I'll, I'll order Go get a beer. I'll order a beer. Order a beer. I'll Uber, order it. Uber beers. Oh, give us. Give me, I'll be back in 30 seconds. All right. I'll keep uh, ranting. So the other fucking stupid thing that the AFL have done is create a final series between two um, conferences that they really have no plan for. Like, there was no reason to bring in conferences in AFLW. I, I haven't heard a good reason why they've brought that in. So they've created a system that has two conferences for no reason. Uh, and now they don't know who the best team is because the conference system doesn't really make sense. It's just A and B. Um, it's not like it's geographical either that, that I can see. Um, and now they fucked themselves and they've screwed us over. So in it's something else we didn't talk about, the AFL umpiring. So the fucking push in the back rule that doesn't work for... when when Before we get pushed in the back, no free kick. If... if Anything happens to a player's back, including the wind blowing on it, it's a free kick. And also, those free kicks are generally 20 metres from goal. We lose a game by six points, and fucking four of the goals were from free kicks. Yeah, <laughs> it is We should have launched back. I, my mate got back from watching the game. He's um, a Bomber supporter, you mean, your mate? No, his brother, who's an Eagles supporter, mm. and he went and watched it, and he came back, and he's like, oh, what do you think? And I was like, oh, yeah, it was, yeah, whatever, like... And he was like, he fairly got ripped off by the umpires. And I was like, we did, eh? And he's like, yeah, they got four goals from free kicks. And, and they were like... Free kicks. Exactly. And there was that end of the first quarter free kick where they, where Luke Ryan, I'm pretty sure it was Luke Ryan, or Lowe, got literally pushed two hands, like, just below the number. Like, could not have been yeah. more in the back. Umpire uh, pays a mark. And it's and like, uh, that, can that you was... see the hands in the back there? Like, oh. Anyway, we we can't we get too salty. Let's let's. Um, I'll introduce this. Uh, what do you want for your? Do you want like a? There's some pretty serious. Um, these aren't very good sound effects, really, for what we need for a quiz. We can do. Um, oh, we'll start it off with a bit of cheering. Yay, monkey quiz! Yep. And then right. me answering questions. Hold on, me answering all the questions. Ooh. Swish. That's a swish, basketball <laughs> swish noise. Do you want me to get the cow noise ready? Yeah, I do, actually. All right, so this quiz came up because of the Brett Peak, Brett Bewley. How is it they're both called Brett as well? <laughs> <laughs> the similarities um, never end. 
<laughs> um, so because I saw them and then I was hanging out, it was during that same Nick Maxwell um, interaction that one of the guys were hanging with a St Kilda fan and the other guy we were hanging with was like, Frio and St Kilda are quite similar if you think about it because they've had lots of similar things, which I'll go through now, um, as well as uh, St Kilda have play in the home, like the gay memorial round against Sydney. And Frio were purple. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm fair enough. Anyway, so I was like, I was thinking about it, and there are lots of things, similar similarities between Frio and uh, St Kilda. And I'll go through them, and I'll quiz you about them while we go through. So, firstly, neither team has won an AFL flag. St Kilda has won a VFL flag. Do you know what year it was? Uh, well before our times. Oh, really? Yes. I was going to say 80s. But... No, 60s. I'll give you a hint. 60s. 63. 66 against Ooh. Collingwood. Now, it was a close game. Guess what the, the margin was? Oh, four points. One point. They won a grand final by a point. How is that? But also, this is a side rant. How about when AFL teams like Melbourne and St Kilda that have never won an AFL flag, they've won VFL flags in the 60s, tell us that we've never won a flag? It's like, neither of you. <laughs> you have Don't won a different competition flag. Fair enough, Hawthorne, Bombers, Eagles, you know, all these teams. They Adelaide even. They can say these things. Carlton, luckily enough, <laughs> won one in 95. But they have gone just as long. <laughs> I hate when these teams are like, yeah, we've won 12 flags. It's like, no, no, no. You played in a different competition for a while. And yeah. now it's a national competition. The comp started in like 89 or whatever fucking year it was. Like, you have won as many flags as you've won since then, idiot. Um, oh, yeah, anyway, side rant. Side rant. Um, all right. There have also been a number of dual citizens. Now, I don't yep. expect you to know all of them, but one of the notable ones is Ross Lyon. But there have been yeah. 12 players that I can count. Um, now, how many of them can you name? There's a guy that got hit by the tram. Polak played for Richmond, not oh. for St Kilda. Yeah. Well, nice try. There's a very notable one that's just gone there. Oh, Brad Hill. Yeah, and there's another one that we've already mentioned in this podcast. Two of them. Have, yeah, Peak and another one. Played under Lyon. Oh. oh, I don't know, but I was going to do it. Hey, the, big the Big Fist. The Big Fist. Yeah, oh, we can Dawson. count Acres. Yeah, Acres hasn't played Akers. for us yet, but yeah, we can. Yeah, we count Acres. Dawson. Uh, there's, a, there's another guy that's still playing that had a heart problem last year. He, like, passed out on the field. Oh. Nah, that's going to go... Dylan Roberton. Remember Dylan Roberton? Oh, yeah. All right. Another guy, another couple... Three of these, these next three were literally in their era. A couple of my favourite players. The first one has a brother that was a bit of an enforcer. I want to say... <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. He's currently a coach at our, at our club. Oh, one of the Carr brothers? Yeah, Matthew Carr. Matthew, Matthew Carr, Carr played, a, played a bunch of games for St Kilda. I How about this guy was a co-captain with Sean McManus? Oh. When, or number two. Do you remember Adrian Fletcher? Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say, sorry, about Matthew Carr or the coach? Uh, when you said the enforcer, I was trying to think if Fraser Gehrig had a brother. Oh, mate, don't you worry. Fraser Garrett comes up soon. Um, <laughs> this other guy was a silky wingman. War number seven. Uh, Chad Fletcher from the West Coast Eagles. No. Oh, damn, close. His name's he. Um, oh, God. Yeah, left footer. Um, but yeah, he is a left footer. Big booming left footer. He's oh. black. Yeah, Heath Black. Yeah, he wore a glove as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. A lot of those players wore a glove back in the like early two thousands. Yes, he did. Pav used to wear a glove, to be honest. Um, all right, a few other ones that you won't get: Gavin Mitchell, Mark Gale, uh, Tony Delaney, and there's two that you should get. 
Now, one is one that Duck, it still makes me laugh, made the gag that he looks like Luke Toyer and he goes undercover in the Perth <laughs> crime scene as Luke Toyer. <laughs> If you ever, if you've listened to any uh, Purple Rain in season one or this year, you would get this. Nah, Craig Callahan <laughs> still makes me laugh, Ducky. And the other one, mate. If you don't get this, I'll punch you in the face. Uh, the only player that you should think of, the first player you should think of when you think demolition derby. Oh. What he played? He crossed over. Um, Who is it? Not Troy Cork. <laughs> no, looks both Indigenous. Yes, Troy Cork. And Demolition Cross- Derby. Who got suspended for fifty thousand weeks at the Demolition Derby? Oh, monkey! You <laughs> you suck. <clears throat> it wasn't Stuart either. Oh, Dale, kick it, mate. Oh, I, I was getting there. I was trying to remember the commentators. Mate, we've only got like 30 oh. to 40 minutes on this podcast. We can't give you heaps of like quiet oh. thinking time. I was yeah, gonna no, get there. you're going to get paid out about that. Anyway, oh, well, um, so there were a few dual citizens. That's quite a few dual citizens. I don't know what the, I don't know what the average is, but he, I think... Did Kicket play for both? Yeah, both. He played for St Kilda first. Yeah. Um. All right, the next one is all about Siren Gate. Mate, Siren Gate is the most dockery thing to happen, and it seems like St Kilda are the dockers of, basically, St Kilda and Melbourne are the dockers of, um, of, uh, well, the dockers of the Victoria. Um, So firstly, so the situation is, the siren goes, we're up by a point, umpire doesn't hear it because the stadium sucks. Um, and the opposition then continued to get two shots on goal and go up by a point and win. (laughs) Or or draw or something, I forget. No, 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 sorry, we draw. So they got two shots on goal. They got a repeat shot um, because they missed the first one. All right. Where was that game played? Tassie? Yes, whereabouts? Bloodstone. No, so Launceston. So it's where we went to that, where we went last year. You didn't come because you're a little puss. All right. G-Train, Fraser Gehrig, had a notable play that game. What happened? Is that where um, him, Grover (laughs) and um, Money got tangled? Yes. He gave away seven free kicks in a row, which ended up in 50-minute penalties, taking Michael Johnson from the defensive goal square to the attacking goal square and kicked a goal. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Monday gets... Monday got his hair pulled. Yeah. (laughs) All right. There were four reports that day. Try and guess who was reported. I'm going to go with Gary. Yeah, he was for striking uh, Josh Carr, I believe it was. Yeah, so I'll go. To, I'll go one of the. Can I get one of the cars? No, no, none of the cars. Neither one, the cars. one Dockers player and three St Kilda players. Oh, I won't get any of the St Kilda players. Oh, I'll, I'll give you a, a hint for the first one. Um, so Max Hudgeton got reported for spitting at Luke McFarlane. Nope. And Lenny Hayes got reported for attempted striking uh, Stephen oh. Dodd. The Dockers player is someone that Ducky likes a fair bit. Jeff Farmer. Yeah, for striking Robert Harvey. Nope. Um, all right. Who kicked the most goals this day? Fraser Gehrig. Nah, close, but enough. Pav, Pav Dog. Yeah, you got it. Kick six. Well, fucking how good was Pav? What a legend. Um, All right. Um, Two more things and then my favourite part about the whole whole story. Uh, So who gave away the free kick to give the player... Okay, so firstly, who kicked the final two points? Only one of them counted to to make the draw. For St. Kilda. Who do you reckon? A little small guy. Not unlike Ballantyne. Nah, I thought I was... Well, is it Mill? No, close. Uh, Stephen Baker kicked them. Yeah. Who gave away the free kick? Palmer? They, n- no. I don't know if Palmer's playing yet. Um, 
it was Daniel Gilmore. Do you remember Daniel Gilmore? He used to wear number nah, 27. Big, big raking left foot. Pretty useless. Yeah. Um, all right. This is my favorite part. All right. I'm going to give you one more question in here. This is from the Wikipedia about it. Uh, so this is, quote, It later emerged that the timekeeper had believed that the spinal siren had been acknowledged when he saw the Fremantle players celebrating the win and the umpire calling for the ball. When in reality, what had happened is the umpire was calling for a ball up, not hearing the siren when the doggers are up by a point. He then begun to do paperwork. This is the siren, the timekeeper, paying no attention to the continuing match and was not made aware that play was continuing until what got his attention? <laughs> Probably Chris Connolly walking onto the field. No, better. Oh. I have no idea. Until a spectator got his attention by throwing an empty beer can at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, you dickhead. <laughs> Blow it. He then sounded the siren again just after Baker's first kick for goal. Is that not the best fucking story? <laughs> Imagine That's how it gets being done that now in the beer can. I yeah. Oh mate, that whole thing. I swear. Um, Speaking of beer Palmer's, cans, yeah, enjoying. I swear, Reese Palmer. I, I can. I've. That's what I've got memories of. It. It might not be Reese Palmer, but there's someone there, like just going ape shit as they're kicking the goal, like uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's um, Shammer, Byron Shammer. Oh, it's yeah, Byron yeah. Shammer. Yeah, so that's he's what like, I remember. What are you doing? We what? And then they're like, a few of the Dockers <laughs> are like arms up celebrating, but the umpire's like, nope. <laughs> it's like he's like what? throwing arms. That's actually quite a good thing to do if you think about it. Like if it's a hell close game and you're onto it, that maybe that's like a thirty second to go play, like to kill time. Just pretend that the siren's gone. Just yeah. start celebrating as a group. Just like look around and be like, all right, three, two, one, and just start jumping around as if, as if <laughs> the siren's gone. And then the umpire's like, what the hell? Like maybe it has gone. And then like yeah. you know, you get yourself another fifteen seconds. Hmm. Maybe that's yeah, something the Dockers can do. Dockers will have to be in front for us to do that, though. Byron does go quite nuts. Well, mate, that was um, that was well researched and well done. I'm sorry, I, I feel like I got a few of them. I've got. Um, good yeah, you went bad. Siren Gate, yeah, Siren Gate's one of my favourites. It involves Fraser Garrick, so yeah. we should have more. More freight G train stuff. Well, like we were saying, can you just go over what you were saying pre-pod about our quizzes? Monkey was talking, I was like, Monkey, I've got a quiz for you, it's pretty funny. And he explained to me what the quizzes resemble on this on this it's, pod. It's like a it's like a pre primary, you can't get it wrong kind of quiz. Like a play school quiz. Except when you say you're gonna punch me and then I get a bit nervous and uh, yeah, miss kick it. I swear it's dinner for two twenty two. Oh, man. What about that time you quizzed me on the numbers and it was just the order that they got their possessions in? <laughs> uh, could have been anything. Could have been marks even. Could have been any official stat. Like, that was weird. Into... Sandalands. <laughs> One. Well, that just shows people... <laughs> yeah, it was on hit outs. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone else is the same number. Why are there so many number twos in this? <laughs> oh, mate. That's... Yeah. Well, that's what the people are going to miss. Uh, what about talk, but... what about? There's a few Facebook comments that I think you should oh, go through. Oh, we definitely got to go through. Because you know why? You know what reminded me of that is Dick Talk, mate. It's coming um, into Dick Talk season. The most devoted and uh, loyal Dork Talkers will only hang around 48 minutes in to hear their beloved. We should really do this first. Um, but if you've hung around, there were some absolute corkers. Are we at 48 um, minutes? I think we're up to 48 minutes, yeah. Why don't you count in seconds? Well, we're up to 48 minutes. Let's, right. uh, bloody Max Pauls, there's no way... Mate, no one's got anything to do at the moment. I think 48 minutes isn't a bad thing. Max Pauls, he's a uh, diehard Melbourne supporter. There's no way he'd listen this long in. Um... He can go get fucked with his with his yeah. Melbourne. What a Mary, his, mate! I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. Only because it 
re-brought in the hard eight. I still remember I watched that on the floor in front of my TV at my old uh, Adderdale house before we renovated it. Yeah. And I was like, this is the worst. So that's just him having a little pot shot at me, but he's a, he's a good bloke. He does have a soft spot for the Dockers. Um, so thanks, Max, if you're still listening. Cheers to that. But I'll go in with the first one, Benjamin Foster. I still think about Shane Yaron. So much talent gave Pav his 700th goal, and then it all just fell apart. What impact do you think it's had on the club? On a brighter note, Jesse Hogan posting Instagram from a surfing break is positive sign. Don't you think look good? Hopefully he'll make a return to football. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm bullish on Hogan. I reckon Hogan's going to be still a very important part of our club going forward. Yeah. Um, particularly because he's like 24 or 25 or something. So um, he'll be very important. And Shane Aaron's really sad. He was talented, man. He was good. He came in as like this mature age. And I think this, the wheels went off. Not good. I, I, yeah, that is sad. That was really sad when I think he fell off the sad. radar. Um, one of our, I'll, I'll save Simon's for last because that's hilarious, but Leone, obvious heavy hitter, heavy hitter, long time listener, um, yeah. first time, first Probably time. Probably close to number one ticket holder, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely, she got that sewn up. Um, most memorable game, obviously, when J-Lo kicked the winning goal against St. Kilda after the siren. That, that probably should have come up in the, uh. St. Kilda, Dockery. Oh, true, yeah. Mate, the history between Freo and St. Kilda is actually quite big. Ross Lyon, like, it was huge. Um, We should have had a drawn grand final together. Should have been us, not Collingwood. Yeah, probably At which point, hugged the man next to me and cried on his shoulder. No idea who he was and he never saw me again. The second most favourite was a derby and a West Coast home game. No idea when it was, but the Pure Jesus was playing. I assume that's Pavlich? No, the Pure Jesus is Jeff Farmer, surely. Purple Jesus is probably what she meant to say. The pure Jesus was playing. And so was Cuzzy. You know who Cuzzy was. No one having a whisper uh, of a chance for the Dockers, but we came out and absolutely demolished the E-Girls. Spent a lot of time high-fiving the other Dockers supporters at the city end of Subiaco. How Dockery is it that the best chance of a flag in the last five years was brought down by a friggin' virus? And well done, Sturt, a.k.a. Stuart. Monkey, you cracked me up. No, I honestly, that, yeah, thank you. But that, AFL, that AFLW flag that was taken, oh, I watched rough, the chicks mate. the last couple of weeks, and they, they do one thing that the Dockers don't know how to do, is that is you put teams away, like put the knife to the, you know, put the foot to the throw, yeah. and just demot, they Put them are, to the sword. Mate, they are quite ruthless, those girls. Yeah, mate, Ebony Antonio would be oh. more skillful than most of the Dockers players that played on the weekend. Like, bar yeah. maybe Sunny and bar maybe, like, oh, they, who else have they, we got? Sturt, we would, maybe. We wouldn't put a Gold Coast... We would feel sorry for a travelling Gold Coast team. We would not put them away like that. Mate. We'd maybe let them come back in with a little sniff and win by 16, I reckon. Oh, we, we, we'd kick 80 points, but they'd be all 80... They'd be 80 behinds. Like, that's, yeah. how, that's what Quick we'd singles. score. Mate, chicks know how to, uh, yeah, that's what I, that's my, they bloody foot to the throat, mate. Oh, honestly, I think the dudes should have to go along and watch the chicks play and be like, yeah, kick a goal, yeah, kick the goal then, yep, kick the goal then, yep, kick the goal then. Uh, You see how they're like better than you guys at doing this? You guys have been playing your whole life. They've been playing for like three years. Um, Yeah, it's pretty, pretty shitty. Our last one, which is probably... It's fantastic. It comes from an international listener, Simon Grant. Please, you're doing an episode, guys. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Simon. It's uh, it's a big effort for the two of us to come to come together across the uh, across the null, across the country. The main One effort comes from... from trying to tie Monkey down. He sets up these times. This, so this happened today. Monkey goes, "Let's." Oh, yesterday I go, "Hey, mate, when do you want to record?" He goes, right, "Let's do it tomorrow." So yeah, sweet. Messages me at about oh what, like six fifteen my time, so four fifteen his time. And I was like he's like, What are you doing? I go, Oh, nothing, just gonna get gone in the bottle shop. He's like, We need to record before six my time. So it was already four yep. fifteen because I've got dinner at six. It's like monkey, this was your idea. <laughs> dinner in five minutes, mate. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. Go. 
one story for me which features a dick talk reference, which is obviously right up your alley, Juddy. I've been living oh, in yes. London for six years where I've maintained a Dockers International membership so I can watch the matches online. The club used to previously send me the Dockers magazine, which I thought was very generous considering the postage costs. Early on in my relationship with a British girl, now my wife, she was staying over and noticed a magazine on my bedtime table with a handsome handsome, handsome man on the front pavlage in very little clothes, just his footy gear. I didn't realise that the image was concerning for her as she thought the magazine was, it was called the Dickers. <laughs> for her, as she thought the magazine that is titled Docker was actually written Dicker. So good, man. That she brought it up a few story. days later and fortunately we were able to clear it up. All good now and happily married. Moral of the story, though, make sure... You keep your Dicker magazines well hidden. Pavlich just on front cover of the Dicker. I hope that came up at their at his wedding, at their wedding. That no, a few crazy. days later, man. Imagine like you just kind of you, you like vibes are set, the room set. It's like ready to go, and probably like there's some candles going. He's got everything set out except he's still got his Dockers magazine <laughs> there. He's still got his Dicker magazine. <laughs> Oh, this? Oh, you're not into Dicker? This is really weird for a gay guy to be going to this much effort. Yeah. What is this guy doing? That would just... That's something something that I would do, because, you know, Stuart, Sturt, Docker, Dicker. She's got the same... Mate, is that why you started liking the Dockers so much early on? You, like, actually thought they were called the Dickers? Yeah, Pav on the magazine. Why, the Frodo you? Dickers. But thanks for the thanks for the comments. Great comments, uh, guys. Yeah. At some stage, we'll auction people. off some Monday shirts as well. But given the current climate, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, it's obviously we'll um, we'll go away for maybe a week or two. Maybe we can come back. I don't know if there'll be any AFL news. I mean, the only thing that was non-related that we probably should have talked about was the house party that Geelong had. Um, did you read about that? Did no. you get around that? No, you didn't read about old... Have you seen this? Was, have you heard about this? It was bloody Balaclava having an unwanted house party for Geelong. Who? Balaclava. <laughs> Who's Balaclava. Oh, Bal Clivus or whatever his name is, Bal. Bal Dude, Bal- what are you on about? <laughs> the the ruckman from Geelong. <laughs> oh, Bal Clivus. What's his name? <laughs> Mate, I thought you would have known. <laughs> Balaclava. Yeah. What's his? Oh, fuck, what's his stupid name? That's it. Mark, Mark, whatever. Mark Belkivers. Mark Blitzabs. You fuck. Balaclava. Balaclava. Dude, I had no idea what you were talking about. Blitzabs. Yeah. Blitzabs. We did hear about his house party, didn't you? No, I didn't actually. Can you tell me? Oh, I honestly didn't. So he had a he had a house party after the season ended, Mm -hmm. and it's. It's been frowned upon now due to the the quarantines and the and the COVID thing. So what about what about the story that Ross Lyon told about when he got sacked last year before round twenty three? He had like ten or fifteen of the players over and they got a bit loose. How good's that? He got sacked. His players must have been like, mate, get around we'll get around ya. It would have been like yeah. Sandy Ballers, Fife probably sucking him off. Yeah, I wonder who would have had a few beers. It would have been Definitely. like all the like the Daniel Daniel Pierce probably came out of retirement to come hang out with him. Do you reckon that Ballas rocks up like you know how we've got the hell small forward bogan club? Do you reckon they all just rock up in like a two door ute and like six of them get out? The whole, <laughs> yeah, yes. The whole squad, like yeah, Ballas, mate, they'd all fit. Ballas, Matera, Schultz. Um, who else have we got? Um, Collier, um, I think there's like six of them, real angry looking little, you know, they get out of the two door U, big V8 thing lowered and just like eight of them. Mate, get out. I reckon 100%. I 
quick singles everywhere, just bang, bang. Right, and then go through the Dockers team and quickly figure out who... The angry, the angry small forwards. Who we got? All right. Well, Bailey Banfield's sort of like mid-sized. Mm. Um, Collier. He, yeah, Collier. What about Stefan Gyro? Yeah, yeah, Gyro. Yeah. Gyro. Uh, Brandon Matera, definitely. Yeah, Matera. Jarvis Pinner. He's a small mm. forward. Peel. Matt, Luke Ryan would probably be in that car too. He's bogan as they come. Lockie Schultz. Yeah. Schultz is the E squad. They'll be Matt, a crewman. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, you reckon? Um, all right, very good. We'll, we'll hopefully record something if anything happens, hey? Yeah. Other, other we'll than that, we'll uh, just hang out and stay safe, Best everybody. Of, yep, we'll see you on the on the flip side of all of this. Yeah, stay safe and uh, don't get screwed over by the AFL if you're the Dockers women's team. Peace yep. out.